This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show doing at Madhu. Here at NPR.NZ999 AM, we talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway. Plus, we talk to drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Well, uh, to start off this week's Doing It in the Dirt show, I've got a, a very special guest. Um, well, I suppose she's just as special as the rest of them we've always had. But um, this time, it's the uh, the CEO of Speedway New Zealand, Zoe Iron. Zoe, uh, welcome on. First time ever for you. I know. What took you so long? I know. I know, right? Um <laughs> We're just a just a radio show that's uh, it's almost like we've been. It feels like I've been doing some um, like underground radio. We've just come up to the surface, and and you've found out who we are, and we've found out who you are, sort of thing. <laughs> I knew who you were. I knew who you were. It's all good on my radar. Don't worry. You you were saying though that that your husband done this a long time ago, Jason Bunyan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I recall. I yeah. That, so we and I think some of the time we were in England, so it would have been like really kind of weird times oh, of the day but yeah, yeah. so yeah definitely a couple of times no, no doubt about crazy. that one that's mm. crazy righty well i'm gonna t- I'll, I'll touch on some other stuff later about about yourself and snz but big news this week um speedway new zealand have made the decision to would you say cancel postpone for the better um yeah, it's, it's postponed. Postponed, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Postponed. yeah. Postponing, yeah. pushing them back a year, all the Speedway New Zealand titles for this season. Yeah, so and, and effectively it's a postponement because there's no allocation currently for next year. Yep. So it enables that postponement. If you kind of cancelled, you'd kind of run into all sorts of trouble about, well, hang on a minute, next year's my year. And, yeah, so it, the postponement is the logical kind of answer on that. But, yep. yeah, gutted, gutted to have... I guess everyone's gutted to have to be kind of boxed into that corner and um, not, you know, not have a not have an easy way out of it. So yeah, it's unprecedented. It's just never been um, never been done before. Um, yeah. But but ultimately, you know, we are living in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I think we're we haven't seen the worst of it yet, and um, and it makes planning stuff just impossible. Um, yep. There's some you know big ticket you know, events on our championship allocation and they take a huge amount uh, of planning, finance, um, you know, volunteers, you know, everybody's kind of digging in to kind of make these things happen and um, it, that exposure, nobody needs that financial exposure because, you know, yep. tracks were affected last year as well by by COVID. So, um, yeah, a horrible decision to even have to kind of face and I never thought I'd see that one Um in my six years but here we are so um yeah just uh, um yeah and what about competitors as well you know like travel and everything everything was kind of considered in the mix really from their travel to um you know we're aware because obviously we book around 200 rooms for the uh, officials for those championships as well but um we're aware now that those cancellation um kind of there's there's not so much sympathy now from motels and hotels um for people cancelling at the last minute and things like that so yep. uh, yes yeah, so there's a lot of things considered we're aware that there's a lot of people running businesses or or working for businesses that have been heavily impacted by by the whole kind of lockdown and restriction as well so you know would they be allowed to take time off 
you know, would it really be a New Zealand championship or as an example if nobody, you know, if not everybody could get there, I guess. There's a lot yeah. of things to kind of throw in the mix. But, yeah, it, I think the board kind of deliberated for about two, two and a half hours on, on just that issue alone about, you know, what do we do with the championships? And that was with all the kind of information that they had to read and digest beforehand and, you know, feedback from tracks and, yeah, major Really? Yeah. Oh, I could. Yeah. And already from what you've just said, I could just uh, think of a, a few questions that come out of that. But I mean, first, first one is when, aside from when we've seen like last year, the North Island um, Superstocks at, uh, or the season before, sorry. So it got postponed. Waikaraka ran at the start of the season. There was another one later on. Aside from those events, when was the last time, did, did it ever come up that uh, an event has actually been completely pushed aside or pushed to another season without two of them being run together because uh, this is yeah. to be the first time we're going to look through our national champions list and there's going to be a, a, a whole year with a gap essentially. Yeah, I think uh, the last time there was a reshuffle was around the Christchurch earthquakes just to accommodate what was going on in Christchurch at the time. Um, but I think that really has been it. Um and I, and I know that there's probably a few aggrieved people in the South Island right now that the only think they should be in level one and I'm with them. Um, yeah. But um, but ultimately they've kind of lost their championships too. But I guess the other issue you've got is that Island Championships are open entry now, North and South. So, uh, yeah, could we, the ones kind of early on would probably look good, but if you can't complete the set, where do you go? How do you reallocate? All of those kind of issues to consider, I guess. Yeah. And I suppose the other thing too is you don't want to start picking and choosing classes as to where titles are. You know, um, a South Island club might have the New Zealand title for for I don't know sprint cars, for example. I can't remember what they were this time. There's been so much going on. And then say Auckland, for example, has got the New Zealand stock cars. They'll completely miss out. One track gets to run, one track doesn't. One class gets to run, one track doesn't. So I guess the the decision. Some of the information, I guess, would have been around fairness across the board to all tracks, all competitors. Oh, so we always ask our officials to give everybody an equal opportunity, you know, uh, at, a, at an event. So how would we be giving everybody an equal opportunity at an event if they can't all get there? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and there's also people that are impacted by engine parts, car parts. There's all sorts, and you know, in that whole kind of chain of events that's making things really challenging at the moment. Yeah. Um, we're starting to see more and more cars come out now as we're starting to get tracks going. Obviously, November's uh, renowned for this kind of wet stuff um, falling out the sky, so not ideal. But um, but if we could run today, it would be great. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I think it will be just, we've just got to get tracks up and running. Um, we've still got five that obviously can't run at the moment. Um, so we're hopeful, you know, to see them up and running by at least Christmas, uh, under the various frameworks and levels and, um, focus has got to be to get all the tracks running and then getting them all running to the absolute capacity of this of this new framework, which yep. is the unknown at the moment. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. So when um, when this decision was made, you guys had a board meeting on, was it Monday or, or Tuesday? Monday yeah, Monday night. night. Monday yeah, night. Monday yep. night. Yep. So before that, who, that, that's the board, that's yourself, um, the, all the. So I'm uh, not the board. Yeah, well, just to be so clear. So you're I'm on it though. No, 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 I'm not on the board. No, 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 no. Governance and management, two different things. So oh, yeah. on the board. So that's the, like of, the likes of Ricky and all that, sorry. 
Yeah, so yep. Ricky, you've got Ricky Bolton, who's the president, and he chairs the, the board meetings. And you've got Wendy Coots, who's vice, Kevin yep. Clive, Alan Lawarney, Nelson Hartley, Lani, and you've got Tim Savile as well. So, yeah, yep. that was the full seven. Yep. So they basically, they were given a whole lot of information by who gets who gives them the information for them to read over. Oh, so that's my job. My job was to collate all the information. So uh, as a kind of example, we took the class statistics. So we took the breakdown at the moment of uh, uptake on licenses by class. Yep. That was a that you know that was part of it by track. Obviously, there's some you know bit of, a few uglies in there at the moment. Whilst we're still trying to get some tracks going, yep. and um, the championship season as it kind of stood. Um, some feedback. We went to every track and got their feedback around um, a when was the latest they could cancel without kind of incurring cost, um, B, when was the latest they could run in the season uh, and see what their kind of thoughts were around the postponement. So, yep. yeah. Yep, that's what I was going to say. Does their, does their um, talk with the tracks and even maybe some um, competitors as to what to get a vibe around before before giving, you know, giving that information too to the board? Yeah, I think it was about 15 pages or something that they, the board get to kind of summarise over. And then um, you've got to consider things. Um, Waikaraka is a perfect example. Um, their facilities uh, are great for a normal race night throughout the whole season, but when you could be sending 200-plus stock cars there, they need additional space. So they yep. had some pre-approved additional space. Uh, they lose that space on a certain date in January um due to other sporting codes so obviously that then starts you know they then can't physically run that event um as one of the issues um and they're not in a unique position there there's other tracks with other kind of dynamic issues with other sporting codes and bits and pieces so yeah yeah exactly right yeah and 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 so from there um they have they they go away they read all that paperwork they came together monday night and i guess oh how long does it did it take them like obviously you weren't a part of it but how long did that take them to yeah, so i was on the call yeah, yeah i was on, on the call, call. yeah but in that, yeah, in that decision making how long did that sort of take them to to come to some sort of decision yeah a good couple of hours we, we pretty much ran through every kind of scenario what would happen if this happened what you know what do we know so far you know we kind of can speculate around the, the traffic light system but we we don't know. Uh, we don't know what happens, you know, if people can travel when certain areas are in certain levels and, oh, we've got, yeah, so that was one of the biggest challenges. Um, and, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, all the different scenarios that you could kind of imagine, you know, when everybody hits the traffic light, you know, what does that what does that look like at the moment on the kind of current trends on the, on the 90% deal? Um, yeah, just it was a nightmare, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so... Of those of the the board, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask anyway. You can leave it. Did they? Was it a unanimous vote in the end, or was it? Uh, yeah, it was. It, yeah, I, no, no, no. I can confirm it was a unanimous decision. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And generally, to be fair, the board decisions are unanimous. Yeah, yep. absolutely. They're all on the same page with things. So, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. And the, like from there, like you make you make the decision to well the board. Um, SNZ now made this decision to move the titles over. Do they then sort of talk about the next phase of um, helping those tracks towards next season, or is that a later on down the track process where another discussion will happen? To because some tracks, I'm guessing, may already be um, heavily invested, or 
even stupid little things like the trophies are made, you know, things like that. Yeah, so I think um, I think at the moment our, our our biggest priority is to get everybody operating. Um, that has to be the first and foremost priority, and then um, obviously then kind of pushing on from that operational level to being able to operate at capacity and being able to get. So what we have to achieve um, is able we'll, we'll eventually get a set of guidelines from Sport New Zealand. Uh, we'll eventually get a set from New Zealand Events Association. Uh, we'll be able to build our guidelines from those, but we're going to have um, all these kind of clarifications and specific issues that we're going to need to be addressed. The turnaround time on some of those things, by the time they go kind of go back to the minister, and everything else is about two to three weeks sometimes. Oh, yeah. So you can't you can't afford for that in the middle of a championship season. You know, yeah. you know, there are issues that you just can't afford in the championship season. They're bad enough at this time of year, but you don't need them in the championship season. Yeah, and I suppose it's um, it's I want to say no help, but I mean the the championship season for us generally falls in that big holiday period, so it must be hard enough at the best of times each year for some some things to when when things happen to get hold of people. <laughs> yeah, look, no, we've been really lucky. If you consider last year, um, the the lockdown really affected the winter, right? The, yep, the first yep. year that we had it lockdown, lockdown really impacted the winter. We were pretty much um, straight out the gate in September. We had record crowd numbers, car counts across the country. We had it was this crazy, <laughs> yeah, absolute boom fest of a start of a season, and and it continued, um, and we managed to escape really without too much damage, I guess. Um, And so it's just unfortunate that this one kind of arrived um, right at the start of our season, I guess. Um, But we have been able to have tracks kind of operational since October, which is really quite good. It would be nice if we could have had them all there. But um, now, obviously, the weather's kind of playing its part too. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, it feels like we're asking for a lot at the moment. Um, But, yeah, so... Uh, I think I think our biggest priority right now is is getting all 23 tracks operating, yep. um, looking at how we can support them. Uh, we've been helping tracks in Auckland um, navigate some of the stuff with funding through Active. Um, they've got some great secretaries in their in their club, so they've been kind of really um, onto that stuff. Uh, making sure tracks are picking up the resurgence payment from the government, all of those things, um, and then. Uh, we're still kind of lobbying for some funding in the Waikato region, which would help those two tracks out there, no doubt about it, um, and um, looking at how we can kind of best help them. I guess once we've got everybody running, then we can kind of look at their individual needs and analysis of what, what they need to kind of keep, you know, to, to make sure they're at a level for next year. Yeah, yeah. So when you talk about funding, then you mentioned what that to to help say like you talked about Auckland and now you're going to help Waikato out and other clubs getting the the funding is that to cover I guess some of them are business operated so staffing stuff or yeah because you know they've generally the the last season's made the money and it's they've they've um, budgeted out to cover overheads like rates and that up until a certain point but now there's nothing running no no income that probably wasn't budgeted in I'm guessing well, if you look at some of those big opening night meetings, they're kind of fireworks kind of shows and stuff like that. They normally fund a fair tranche of the season go- yep. going forward. So a lot of them have missed out on those as an example. Um, but but there's kind of two kind of different types of funding. A, there's um, some funding that we were keen to 
keen to get Sport New Zealand motivated on early on, and that was uh, similar to what they did last time round. But um, but it's only to the Auckland region at the moment, and that's kind of like a, it's not a community resilience fund, but it's kind of like a resilience fund um, whereby tracks can apply. I think up to about twenty five thousand dollars to cover overheads and things that have been affected by by the lockdown. Yep. Uh, we're trying to we are pushing uh, for that to cover Waikato, but obviously. The government haven't given Sport New Zealand any additional money in this yeah. in this last because they gave quite a huge package to them last year, but there was some surplus funds. So the hope is is that there are some surplus funds after Auckland have had their kind of pick this time around, and that the Waikato can be picked up into that. That yep. would be that would be our best outcome. And, and I'm gathering um, Speedway New Zealand's not the only um, organisation trying to get funding in the Waikato region, right? <laughs> No, no, no. We're just going to make enough noise, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so, and then resurgence, the resurgence payment can be picked up by uh, in, incorporated societies, so clubs, and it can also be uh, picked up by uh, private promotions or limited um, organised you know, companies and uh, in addition to the wage subsidy. So, yep. yeah, yeah. So if you've got PAY, if there's PAYE employees involved, obviously the wage subsidy kicks in. Um, but at club level, that that isn't often the case. So yeah, yeah. Yep. So have have many of the tracks, or have any of them sort of had to or effectively reached out and, and needed, yeah. you know, the Mayday call or a lot of help, or has it just been general a lot of communication and and whatnot between everyone? Yeah, just a lot of communication. Uh, if they haven't applied, we've motivated them to apply. Um, you know, we've given some support there. A lot of them have kind of gone off to their accountants. Their accountants come back and said, you know, uh, we're not sure we should be applying for this. We've pointed out the relevant parts and the eligibility and they've gone back and applied and things like that. That's what, you know, our job is to try and support our tracks and make sure they get the best outcomes. Yep, yep, that's the one, that's the one. So what's it like being working, well, now that I saw a release a couple of weeks back, um, the four motorsport organisations got, or five, sorry, yourself and four others got together um, and finally sort of tried to get a, a, a got a level peg across the board. That that would have been um, a, a sigh of relief, so, so to speak, because um, as I think was mentioned by someone, you know, the rugby was sort of playing on one rules and Speedway stuck on another rules. And I don't think anyone was trying to flaunt them, but I just don't think many people knew what the heck was going on sometimes. And we still don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so ultimately uh, that particular group, Motorsport New Zealand, Motorcycling, Karting, New Zealand Drag and us have worked together on a number of things. Yep. Um, more recently, uh, well, in the last couple of years at least, um, we all sat down uh, with WorkSafe. Uh, down in Wellington, we were we were invited to go down there and meet with WorkSafe and discuss some of our concerns and issues around running motorsport and and bits and pieces. And um, so we have a great working relationship as a group. Uh, we all have the same kind of desires that you know motorsport kind of starts climbing up the priority ladder of, of some of these um, bigger organisations, mm. and, and that they see us in a you know that that they actually see the capacity of of what we do. Yep. Um, so yeah, so we are kind of uh, kind of lobbying, I guess, making as much noise as possible to try and have our issues heard. Um, uh, Graham from Cart Sports kind of leading the charge on some of that stuff, and he won't—he doesn't mind tapping on anybody's shoulder um, and making them listen. So um, yeah, we're certainly being part of that group is productive. Um, but at the moment, we're still in this radio silence kind of issue where, yeah, there's there's nothing coming from the top, therefore nothing can come from the next, you know, there's just nothing coming down. 
Yeah. Sorry. So when you say the top, you're meaning like um, the minister's um, court. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking. And then, yeah, the and then does it cipher, Does it filter down from like them to Sport New Zealand to obviously add their little bits in, then passes on to the 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 five of you as one. So yeah. So ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, Cause I heard, sorry, because I heard you mention like Sport New Zealand, and then I think was it Events Organisation New Zealand or something. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we work with both because obviously um, we're not community sport. You know, we're not yep. having a, 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 a kind of throw around or kick around at the local park. We're not. We don't fall in that category. And you know, we we do have um, a, a lot of people come and watch our sport, which is you know fantastic. And we need to champion that more. Um, but so we do sit in this kind of on this fence, which has played to our advantage um, because it often enables some flexibility around, you know, the guidelines. Yep. Um, so where Sport New Zealand don't necessarily cater for some of that strong event stuff or that bigger event management, we're able to kind of steer towards the events association who've been really supportive and they've been lobbying and um, they get to meet with the minister and they get to have those conversations. They're always calling for our feedback, our questions, so they can put them forward. But ultimately, at the moment, we're just we need that legislation, which which obviously comes out of the Beehive, and um, once that legislation's released, then it will start. Then the orders will sit underneath it, which are like smaller bits of paper, I guess. Yep. And then under that, we'll be able to build that kind of sector guidance. But I used an example the other day, and this is where you know we keep you know we keep being asked a couple of you know strong questions around the whole vaccine position uh, and, and stuff like that and we just have no idea at the moment we've got nothing yeah. um and we don't know we don't even know if you're allowed to sit or stand or how you're supposed to eat food and you wouldn't think that's so crazy but um if i just quickly show you his four pages at the moment wow. on the different roles on how you eat food for, and, oh, in wow. different in different <laughs> settings so it's it's really we need that detail yeah. Because at the moment, you know, that comes out of the current alert level system. There's one line in that alert level system that talks about food. Yep. And then there's four pages of guidance that sit underneath it. That's crazy. So and we're I'm... expecting, so the traffic light looks quite simple in its format that we all saw it. Mm. Um, but ultimately there will be all of that to sit within it. Yeah, yeah, because that's like you say, that's just about food, let alone masks, vaccinations, like you just mentioned. Even just getting into the venue, I guess a, mm. a one-way in, one-way out sort of system. So yeah, I, I, I could imagine I guess the we ultimately, full of those yeah, um, yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> we've got this kind of, you know, we've got this strong indication around um, people that are attending events. We know that they're going to obviously be uh, need to meet the vaccine requirements. Uh, we also know that paid employees will need to meet those requirements. For the moment, we've got this unknown around volunteers. Um, yep. We don't know where the vaccine thing sits with sport. We we just don't know at this stage. And yep. so we can't, you know, everyone's kind of expecting a big announcement and I'm going, I, I haven't got it because yep. you don't need to box yourself into a corner until you've actually got the information. Uh, ultimately, I think one thing that I guess people need to know then is whether it's um, needing a vaccine or, or not, that, that whole thing, it's not up to speed when New Zealand, like people keep writing on, well, people keep saying, you know, don't make us have to have it. It's not your I know. decision. We, we have absolutely no power over that. Yep. So if, if the guidelines require for a certain size event and whatever it is, and for those people to be um, vaccinated or, or demonstrate their My Vaccine Pass or whatever it is, that is yep. exactly what it will be. Now, we do know that we're pretty much 99.9% .9 sure that that's what's required for people watching. 
yes. and um, people that are paid to yes. work at the event. Yeah. But we don't the, the other the bits that we don't know is around the kind of the entertainers, as in the sport. Um, we can assume so, um, but it's but I can't answer black and white, which is exactly. the frustration, I guess. Yep. I want to be able to give black and white answers to things, and I haven't got them right now. No, that's fair enough. I think the one black and white thing, though, that people need to know is, like we just said, it's not up to you guys as such. You guys just have to follow the rules. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I think that's yeah. a good one. Yep. Um, going back on the decisions to, to cancel, well, sorry, postpone the events till next year, um, there was one thing, the only controversial thing that I want to touch on of that, and mm. you may or may not be able to answer again, is the number thing. Now, how mm. did the number thing come about? Because um, I'll be honest, my belief is it should run till the next title. Um, at the moment, yeah. where New Zealand have said that and uh, that it runs till the date of the current event. Um, mm. Is there any thought now, like, do you guys do you guys sort of take any feedback on when these decisions are made? I'm not saying reinstate the events. That's a That's a pretty big one. But the likes of the number thing could be probably something that could be looked at. And I know there's bigger things to deal with at the moment, but is it something that yeah. New Zealand can look at? Yeah. So, look, I, and I've had some competitors contact me and they've been awesomely professional about how they've made that approach. And, look, I just yep. went back to them and said, you know what, it was kind of what, what the board actually aimed to do on, on Monday night was to provide some clarity so we didn't get that challenge around, well, what about my number and have to deal with those things. So yes. um, uh, based on the, you know, I, I am aware, we, you know, I am on the radar. I do know what's going on out there. <laughs> um, I, I do know that there's a little bit of upset about it. Um, I guess the priority really for me out of, out of out of this week was to get the right decision for competitors tracks and, and everybody involved in in those events and our and officials events. and everything yep. else yeah that was probably the biggest priority we've yep. still got really an eight week kind of window now before that kind of first issue really presents itself around numbers but um but i have committed to kind of circle back with the board uh, once we clear some of this other kind of um covid mayhem up and 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 really you know just get them to have another look that's all i can ask really Mm. Yeah, I'd say it just cool. I th- yeah I think what they what they wanted to do on Monday was to provide some some clarity about it and I yeah. think that that was their best intention because they knew that it would be a question yep. um but yeah I, yeah I, I am going to ask them to kind of have another look but sure. at least now though like you said they've they've put they they cleared it up and okay some weren't happy some were happy whatever but at least now um it gave them an answer and it just, well, I guess it showed the competitors weren't happy, I go, I suppose. So it gives them a chance to talk about it later, but at least there was, like you say, something there to start with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's frustrating because you kind of, you know, you do, you know, the majority of everything right, you know, in most people's eyes. And in fact, I, I kind of said this, um, you know, a lot of people kind of said, oh, it was the right decision. And, you know, it wasn't that hard kind of thing. And I was like, no, it's monumental. You're talking about yeah. twenty your income for twenty three tracks this year, and you know, yeah. and and exposure for competitors and everything else. It was a monumental decision, and it really. I went into that that meeting with fifty fifty. I had no idea what we were gonna, you know, where it was mm. gonna. I knew where I wanted it, you know, to see it because I thought it was the best outcome, and we and and that's where they got to. But yeah. you don't, you never kind of. There's lots of things to be considered. Yeah, and lots of yeah. moving parts, and yeah, not not easy at all. Really. Yeah, and and fingers crossed, um, those tracks that were hosting events, it's it's saved them income. I guess it's income they've lost from running the event this year, 
they, we, we pretty much know they're going to get it next year, but it's hopefully saved them um, a lot of expense in the short term to have to then double up on it next year. You know, uh, they may have spent a couple of dollars on, on pre-advertising as opposed to diving right into the event. So I think, yeah, when, when you explain it like that, um, hopefully those that are listening, yeah, take a bit more in depth of, um, whilst it was a great decision, I suppose, on, on my opinion, but um, there's more to it than just thinking about, um, yeah, what's going to happen tomorrow, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, look. There's a lot and, of people's um, lives affected by, by some yeah. calls, yeah. Yeah, and if, look, if you go kind of back through the um, the records and stuff, you'll, you know, those big championships are, are what build kind of grandstands or what builds new towers, new buildings yep. or makes tracks, you know, that makes that development. Some of those championships only come around once every 10 or some of them once every 15 years. Yeah, You've got to give those tracks the fair crack to capitalise on that event as well because it actually benefits the competitors because the facilities see those upgrades. So, yeah, yeah so it's, it's they're the most, you know, they're, they're so prestigious. They need to... We need to, you know, treat them with the with the care that they deserve, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Well, I'm chatting with Zoe Irons here on Doing It in the Dirt on NPR. We're going to take a quick break and we'll get back into the chat in just a moment. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Well, welcome back to Doing It in the Dirt here on NPR. And we're talking with uh, Speedway New Zealand CEO Zoe Irons. We had a good chat about uh, how they came to the decision on uh, postponing those Speedway New Zealand championships. Um, covered a few other topics, but uh, there's plenty more to come. So keep listening here on Doing It in the Dirt. We're chatting with CEO Zoe Irons. Nah, well done. You, I've got to say, like, commend yourself and the rest of the um, SNZ team on... on um, you know, everything over this COVID thing, the, the information you've provided even just in this short time, you know, the talks you've had with Jason, Jason Gutteridge, and even those um, new podcasts with um, Nick Brown and, and Ricky, you know, they've been, it's been great. I know you guys are, are super busy doing other things, but to take this short, you know, this period of time to talk to us um, that do this sort of stuff is, is greatly appreciated. And it just gives out that bit of information that may not reach some people, yeah, look, we're trying all sorts of different things and different formats and different, you know, with a podcast type thing, you, you know, you're mindful of how long they are and you, you, yep. you're trying various things to see what works um, so that you are getting that communication out there. Uh, we accept that, um, you know, not everybody reads um, our newsletters. So <laughs> we are trying different things to try and get the, the information out there yep. uh, of, I guess, our kind of, you know, we just want to see competitors on the racetrack, tracks kind of running their events, whether, you know, it's the big private promotions, the 240s, the teams champs, the teams nats, whatever it is. We just want to see all that kind of stuff, uh, you know. Um, yeah, there's some big ticket events out there and I think people just need to get behind their, their local track, support it, whether, you know, if you've decided you're not racing this year, um, you know, walk up, get yourself a hot dog, sit down and enjoy it because yeah. those tracks need it. Yeah. 
Yeah. How how have sort of competitor numbers been in registering this year? Like with people, some people, uh, I guess, or people not knowing what's going on, um, things like that. With whether we're going to start or, or not start, and now that especially, I suppose, the championships have, are not happening. Are we going to see a, a bit of a dip from last year, or what's it looking well, like? Biggest, how do you think? Yeah. It's going? The- yeah, the biggest challenge is comparing it to last year because last year was such an absolute storm for yeah. the year. Um, so that's, you know, the, the hardest measure at the moment is comparing it to last year. Um, but at the moment, yeah, we are we are down, um, but not significantly. And if I kind of compare us back to where we were, I'm just having a quick look now, um, kind of 2016, um, 2017, 18 kind of numbers So uh, at the moment. So I, I do predict that we will get going. Um, yeah. As soon as we can activate those other tracks, we will, you know, we'll be back back to where we're supposed to be, yeah. um, and um, and that's coming now. We know that that's coming. We just don't know under what detail that's going to come. You know, yeah. I guess that's the thing. So we know that we're going to have activity, but we just don't know the detail of it right now. Yeah, because um, I suppose you've got a, a big chunk of Auckland and Waikato competitors that probably haven't even brought a license yet. That are, that are literally yeah. probably still still waiting. Yeah, I guess they want to know that they can actually hit the track before they can, before before they commit any more money. And we've got the MyLaps rollout this year, um, so that's been that's 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 had some pain, and uh, not inflicted by MyLaps or not inflicted by Speedway New Zealand. But uh, the launch happened in the middle of a, a, a kind of Sydney lockdown and Auckland lockdown and <laughs> everything like that. So yeah, um, some of the logistical things of that, you know, could have been a bit smoother. But in essence. Um, we are struggling to kind of um, uh, understand our stock level position because it is just it's moving in these massive spikes. So you just can't gauge some of that stuff that you would normally. Yes. Uh, and that's really the flow and effect of this kind of activity, inactivity uh, and all that. So that's been one of our biggest challenges. We've always got stock. We just may not always have all of the options, I guess, is probably yep. where we're at at the moment. Um, yep. But we've got some more stock arriving next week. But yeah, that's. Um, I had a discussion with a promoter uh, earlier in the week, and they've been running the MyLaps uh, this year down in Dunedin. So, uh, yeah, and Matt Stewart said, uh, we haven't got all the bells and whistles going yet, Zoe, but even at 80 90%, MyLaps is so superior to anything we've ever had. Yep. So I can, yeah. I can say from a from an announcer's point of view, I've, I've only done the two meetings in Wellington, and... Um, I guess probably a bit biased. I got a the, the guy that's setting it up there. He's an absolute whiz of a of a friend, Matt uh, Matt Banks. But um, yeah, the 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 bells and whistles are great. <laughs> the bells and whistles are great. I don't even know what percentage Wellington's running at, but um, from what I can do on my screen and and the information I can pull out of it as an announcer, it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and and whatnot. It's um, I think a couple of competitors needed to tweak where they had their mounts, uh, their transponders and things like that. They, they'd hit and miss, but I think it's, um, oh, it's going to be great. It's just, mm. yeah, from my, from my two, two meetings of, of having a look at it, it looks bloody cool. Yeah, it's leaps and bounds from where we've been. So yeah. uh, we look to see that, obviously that rollout, fully rollout. Um, obviously it's kind of slowed down a little bit, waiting for those tracks to kind of get going. And we have just uh, started uh, stage two of the app, uh, of the Speedway app. So at the moment, the app just does the licensing and uh, the officials bet, which is lovely. Um, But stage two of the app will be covering green sheeting, engine sealing, 
um, scrutineering. Yeah, so uh, we've just started um, started that development now. Uh, we aim to have that kind of, uh, we're going to have a soft launch of that probably around March time. And then uh, we'll do our full, kind of use our full off season then to do the full launch with our officials and everything else. So, yeah, yeah. but that's really exciting. Uh, well, look, we we've, we could do it now, although we're waiting. We, we are we, we could do it now, but we can effectively, from signing, um, you can feed basically straight into my laps and never have to preload any of the data. So, yep. but we're waiting for this next stage because we we believe it's the better way to do it. So, and we probably have too much change going on at once, <laughs> as, right? So. I was just going to say, as if. Um, <laughs> As if wives and, and girlfriends don't complain that their partners are on their phone enough. Now that now they've gonna they're gonna sit on Speed Hive and look at their lap times from every every race they've done, and they're gonna sit on the SNZ app. So it's just more excuse to sit on their phones. <laughs> yeah, look, we're, we're, we we love that technology stuff. We're starting to streamline everything. Uh, we experience a lot of issues with some of the paper based systems that we know will be eradicated as soon as we go. To the digital system yeah. uh, we know that, that that's a massive undertaking to get everybody online using that side of it um we've we, we've achieved you know we've had great success with the stewards and referees who are using it currently on their side now we've got that next kind of tranche of officials being head scrutineers and scrutineers uh, to get them going on the app so yep. uh, and that's about three times the amount of people so that's a bigger bigger job in itself but but we are really looking forward to it and i, and I think it's I do believe it's going to be a game changer. We're going to have to get um, some um, tech-savvy young young officials in that starting to come through the ranks, hopefully. Well, we are. We, we already are seeing that massively. Um, so, yeah, from from three years ago, the kind of uptake now on, on, on younger officials coming through is, is insane and it's awesome, absolutely awesome to see. They get the technology. Um, they're really engaged in keeping up, you know, because they follow things on uh, TikTok, Instagram, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yep. So they're, they're really engaged in what's going on and so they want to know that they just want it. They want more. They yeah. just constantly want more. So they're always learning, which is great. You know, from an officialdom point, that's that's you know awesome stuff. So it's really good. And look, they've had great support from people that have been have been doing it for a long time too. So you get that real, um, yeah, really good balance. So yeah, it's, that that youth drive is is really working well. And the technology is awesome. So. Sweet, sweet. Just to um, roll back to our little bit of a chat about the. Uh, moving of the titles and obviously one thing we mentioned was there was no allocations for next year um that came out of agm out of conference yeah. that the, um, the rotation that was put forward i guess was not voted in um and was to be worked on so was that in the pipeline or was it even starting to be like was that was that near done well, it was it was always due for release in december um, so uh, the actual, um, if you like, the, the cleaning of the data that makes that bit happen um, has, has been done and we have just started that now. So uh, we're well on kind of track to get that released for that next three-year three year block. Um, this year is going to be a bit mute on the on the whole deal because you can't really yeah. count this year as an eligibility year because a lot of tracks can't get going. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so um, pretty happy with how that works kind of going. Yeah, it'd be good, to obviously, to get tracks and give them the indication as soon as possible. Um, and yeah, the the ironically, the um, 
the rotation now kind of sits in this very similar kind of traffic light system. <laughs> so we're seeing traffic lights wherever we go. So, um, but yeah, so it does it does fall in that. And there's a fair amount of work in cleaning the data because it comes down to how many contracted cars, how many visiting cars, how many times they raced. You've got a, it, there's a lot of work in in, in that. And yep. um, so, the, yeah, the bulk of, well, that's pretty much, that is done. Um, the next bit is obviously just kind of filtering it through. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yep. Filtering it through and just figuring out what tracks are going to be running the next mm. three years yeah, after, and, after next year. Yeah, and there was, um, there was obviously a few years ago, there was that kind of 20-year kind of plan and there's kind of segments of that. So you've got to consider some of that stuff as well. So, um, yeah, and just kind of keep on track with that. But yeah, no, it's, um, I look forward to the, I look forward to locking that out and, um, yeah, hope to have that out probably in the next couple of weeks, I guess. Cool. It's a bit of a, bit of exciting, bit of a, bit of positive news to look forward to then. <laughs> oh, look, I think, I think there, there will be a lot of positives to come out of this season. Um, you know, uh, I think there will, um, yes, we haven't got the championships that, that we all love to kind of see and, and we want to see. Yep. But there's a lot of there's a lot of really good events outside of those, um, and as long as we can kind of encourage people to support those, and as long as people do support those, um, I think yeah, it's not it's not all doom and gloom, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was just going to say, I suppose um, yeah, there'd be one thing. Speedway New Zealand would be really probably encouraging clubs to um, bring bring something new to the table and and um, yeah, re, sort I've of heard of the um, bit of. Um, use some initiative for the year and, and probably get some events off the ground that are, well, there's already some current events, but get some new ones off the ground that are going to be here for for a while. We've got the COVID Cup coming. so <laughs> There's <laughs> always going to be one. There is, yeah, yeah. We've got the COVID Cup coming. And look, there's some great events and, and it's enabled people to probably just kind of breathe because a lot, a lot of people have had a, had a deep breath since around yep. August. Um, and I think kind of take stock, figure out you know uh, yeah calendars have been kind of you know postponed and people cancelling things and then rescheduling things now they can just walk hang on a minute take take five and just yeah makes make some plans make some fun and uh, most importantly enjoy it yeah exactly right exactly right and um we all want that so that obviously the likes of yourself and um the rest of the Aucklanders and and i guess wackheaded people now can get out and we can we can see you all and and enjoy it together. We can give you COVID for Christmas because hey. we're nice like that. <laughs> Sharing's caring, right? <laughs> Sharing's caring. But look, there's yeah. some, you know, there's some awesome events in the North and South Island. You know, look at the Battle of the Stocks and bits and pieces like that. So, you know, people just need to get behind those events, and um, they do a great job down there. And yeah, just in, enjoy their summer. Yep, that's it. That's it. So I probably had another list of questions to ask about all sorts of other stuff, but I think. Um, I think we've talked and talked enough that um, I'll give you a break because you do this so much with uh, with everyone and you've probably got the, the phone probably goes, what, 24-7 during the day and emails and whatnot about this time of the year and, and what's going on, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, there's not a dull moment at the moment, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what does, what guess, does Jason do? Does he does he sit there? Does he does he get out and mow the lawns and and um, cook the dinner and have everything ready? Or I mean, Speedway GP. You've clearly finished. never met my there's husband, no, have no, you? There's no Speedway GP on TV anymore. It's finished. <laughs> I know, I know. Someone posted a picture of him the other day, and, and I said, "The older you get, the faster you get, babe." So, um, 
No, he's um yeah, no, he's we've got a he's got another business and he keeps really busy with that. So and obviously we're homeschooling at the moment on top of other things. So yeah, there isn't a dull moment here. <laughs> <laughs> certainly not, certainly not. Hey Zoe, it was good to have a chat. It was good to finally have you on the show and um unofficially meet as well over over Zoom. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Awesome. And um hopefully we might see you. I don't know, we might see you in Palmy or something this year. Who knows? <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Well, that was Speedway New Zealand CEO Zoe Irons um, up there in Auckland, where she's uh, where she's based. Uh, as I say, big ups to the whole of the uh, Speedway New Zealand team for for everything they've been doing over this. Um, well, I wouldn't say lockdown. This this COVID uh, situation. Some in lockdown, some not. Um, but yeah, keeping us all informed, it's it's real great. Head on to their Facebook page, the Speedway New Zealand Facebook page, and the website, speedway.co.nz. And of course, um, yeah, you can check out some of the podcasts that they've been doing with Nick Brown. And um, of course, Jason Gutteridge on uh, Pitts TV often has Zoe on time to time. And uh, they're, they're definitely worth a watch to uh, to keep tabs of, of what's happening um, when it comes to all these big decisions that, that they're having to make. So a uh, thank you to her for her time. Um, I know she's real busy with everything, and um, yeah, thanks to the rest of the Speedway New Zealand board um, and and team that are behind all these decisions, these tough decisions that have to be made. Right, um, Speedway this weekend, of course, tonight Rotorua's opening night. Uh, they got rained off last week, but yeah, they're going to have a have their opening night from uh, six o'clock. It's just their club night. Good field of super stocks, stock cars, and the likes. There's um, some TQs, mini stocks. Um, production saloon so it's looking like a, a bloody good night up there gisborne uh they finally get to have uh they had their club night obviously but they're getting a big opening night this weekend this saturday night six o'clock they've got the super stocks there the mtf finance super stocks um of course uh, and a big fireworks display as well they're up in gisborne should be a great night on the bank track uh miani speedway another track that ended up getting rained out last weekend um They've got their opening night this Saturday night with the Davy Jones uh, Motors Gold Cup across all their classes. 7pm start, they've got the Super Stocks, Stock Cars, Saloons, um, TQs, the Mini Stocks, some bikes. It's, it's going to be a great night over there in the sunny Hawke's Bay um, and of course in Gisborne, the sunny sunny East Coast up there as well. Uh, we hope that those two tracks get a, a good night under their belt. Uh, Wanganui. Wanganui over the west coast and Wanganui have uh, a club night, 6 o'clock Saturday night. Um, potentially some street stocks on the cards, but um, stock cars, they've got a stock car teams race. The Wanganui Vulcans are taking on a bit of a, uh, a North Island select team, uh, if you put it that way. Um, and Keegan Levine is the manager. I think he's a 1-1 a one one record um, in his previous managership uh, top time with uh, various young guns and, and select teams they've had in Wellington, so that'll be a bit of fun. Um, I think there's someone from Wellington, uh, Huntley, Rotorua, Kiki, um, and the Bay, I think. Oh, no, not the Bay, they're running. Um, but yeah, there's there's a driver from pretty much each of the other tracks that aren't racing, so that'll be an awesome night uh, for a bit of fun there in Wanganui. Down south, Nelson. They have got the Mike Rollo from Harcourt's War of the Ring Wing Sprint Cars. That'll be a great night. The things with wings, they're into round uh, round three. Uh, Stephen Taylor's going to be there. He's just been absolutely phenomenal putting a show on. 
Uh, of course, the locals, the likes of um, Alicia Hill, Connor Rangi will be there as well. And that's a six o'clock start there in Nelson. Uh, Christchurch, um, the Canterbury Crushers, they, uh, they are racing the Otago Outlaws in a stock car teams race. Uh, a couple of the crushers ventured down down south or down to Dunedin and had a had a bit of a run in a teams race last week. They were meant to take on the Greymouth Grizzlies, but um, obviously whatever's happened there. But they're taking on the Otago Outlaws, which is great to see them backing up from uh, racing at their own track last weekend. The big teams event there. We were going to get Harley Rob actually on tonight's show, but um, obviously with a, with a great chat with Zoe, we've postponed Harley till next week. Um, and we'll uh, also Harley needs to learn how to use Zoom. So uh, that that'll be a quite a good chat next week. We'll chat to Harley about the uh, the Otago, the uh, the Dunedin teams racing last week from last week, and obviously this uh, Crushes teams race that's happening uh, this weekend as well. So that'll be a good chat. And of course the South Island Saloon Series um, a round of that is happening as well at Woodford Glen Speedway. Six thirty start down there on Saturday. Advised to buy your tickets online. That goes for uh, Nelson as well. They may have some limited gate sales if if they're not all sold out. Obviously, um, no South. Um, sorry, no Canterbury Superstock Champs this week. That has been postponed to a later date. If uh, you were wondering, there it was on their calendar. Uh, Sunday. Sunday, Central Motor Speedway down there in Cronwell. It's the Ron, uh, Ron Spriggs Memorial. And uh, I do believe Ron Spriggs was the creator of uh, Central Motor Speedway Cromwell there. So uh, it's a big memorial meeting for Ron. Uh, Sunday, 2 o'clock, great afternoon racing, which we all love. Be a cracker of a meeting down there as well. Uh, now, Stratford opening night. Um, the seven o'clock Saturday. I didn't mention it in the list of the North Islands because, well, the, uh, the 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 boring news is that they got six cases up there confirmed. So uh, I'm going to say provisionally Stratford is on seven o'clock start. City of New Plymouth Superstock Champs, the uh, saloons, mini sprints, and adult mini stocks all fighting out for their City of New Plymouth Championship uh, Saturday, seven p.m. at Stratford Speedway. Keep an eye on their Facebook page. Um, for further updates just in case but it's all go otherwise in Stratford uh, they've missed out on their last couple of openings so uh, here's hoping we all go up in the necky the old necky hardcore well that's our show this week uh, cheers for having a listen thanks heaps to uh, Zoe coming on it was a great chat hopefully uh, all you people out there that listen took a little bit out of that that uh, you may not have known before or a bit of understanding and how things are working and um yeah, who knows, depending on how things go and, and uh, what sort of decisions are being made or whatnot, we may well get her on again because uh, she was a real good chat. Anyway, until next time, keep safe, enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll see you then.